Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Recently, an agreement was signed between RNIB Scotland and Alzheimer's Scotland. It's all around technology and support. And uh, we've got Sandra Shafi with us to tell us a little bit more. Um, Sandra, what's the background to this story? Well, the Technology Charter for People Living with Dementia in Scotland was written to drive change and support the implementation of Scotland's national dementia strategies. And it's a call to action. And it asks everybody to, to work together to actively promote the use of technology in health and social care and to benefit the increasing number of people living with dementia in Scotland and also to support their families, friends and carers. So it's really, it's, it's written as a, a mandate and a call to action, really. We want to seek to raise public and professional awareness of how technology can enhance lives, promote independent living and assist and complement care and support for people living with dementia. We probably are aware when we talk about technology and the difference that can make to blind and partially sighted people, but we don't probably think about things like Alzheimer's or dementia. That's exactly the case, and I think that's one of the things that we're hoping to change. People living with dementia and people living with dementia and sight loss really want them to have the same access to the potential of technology to make a difference to their lives. And we want people living with dementia to have the same rights of access as any other citizen. The the idea was there. How was it actually put into practice? We know about the potential of technology. I mean, for people with with dementia, currently at the moment, we don't have any treatment for dementia. There's only a handful of drugs that might suit some people at a certain stage in their illness. But um, really, we don't have any treatment. We only have our human intervention. But we realised that technology really could level the playing field for people with dementia. It could make a huge difference. But um, a lot of people don't think about that when they're looking at somebody with, with dementia. And they think maybe people with dementia might have some difficulties in learning new things. But um, everyday technology is there. It has a real potential to make a difference. And we want people to start to have informed conversation and to explore together what difference everyday technology as well as telecare could make to their lives. From RNIB Scotland, we also have with us uh, June Neil. June, um, a very innovative plan to, to use technology. So was this a kind of ideal thing for RNIB Scotland to get involved in? Absolutely, um, Alan. The practice development team has a long relationship with Alzheimer's Scotland and when Sandra came and told me about the charter, I felt this was an ideal opportunity for RNIB to become more involved in continuing to support people with sight loss to use technology, but really to start considering how do we support people that have dementia and sight loss to use technology and to hopefully remain at home longer and engaged in the community. What kind of benefits can the technology bring? Well, I think certainly social engagement is a big one. You know, more and more we rely on technology to keep in contact with relatives and friends, to find out what's happening. And more and more um, our family and friends are more scattered over the world. So Skype FaceTime is a great way of keeping in touch with family and friends and knowing what's going on. Also, you know, simple things like reminders on phones, alarms, calendar, all these things can be really beneficial if people are beginning to experience some difficulties with their memory. Some real benefits for for social inclusion. Sandra, is there a, a way that 
that this could help even more with sort of everyday tasks rather than just kind of communication. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, technology has the power to help people stay safe and secure in their own homes using things like community alarms, linked smoke detectors, but also to help people carry on living an ordinary everyday life. For example, using locator technology is a great way of supporting people to carry on going out and about, doing all the things that they want to do, but helping them to stay safe. Or even remind us of day to day tasks, things that people may, may, may forget. Absolutely. I mean, I think we all know the potential of like, uh, say, like using a smartphone or or using emails and using kind of Outlook, etc. You get reminders that can remind you of appointments, that kind of thing. And these are things that people with dementia can can use and can benefit from. It can make a huge difference to their lives, but also it can make a big difference to families and carers and help them feel more confident about that person living with dementia or living with dementia and sight loss to stay in their own home. So technology obviously makes a huge difference. Now, Ronnie McCusker is a technology team leader with RIB Scotland. Um, Ronnie, again, you know, we're, we're familiar with how smart technology can really level the playing fields for people with visual impairments, but this opens up a, a whole new area when, when Alzheimer's is, is brought into this. It does. I mean, there's a lot of crossover. Obviously, a lot of our customers are, are older. There's a delta between uh, people who might be having uh, problems around Alzheimer's and people that have got problems around sight loss. So some of the accessibility issues are, are going to cross over, you know, for example, being able to just buy a mainstream product and be able to have it talk to you or be able to enlarge the screen makes such a big difference. But specifically for people who are facing uh, problems with Alzheimer's, we can do things around reducing the clutter on the screen, making sure that only a few icons are represented there that they need to work with. Things like on a phone, rather than having a name and a contacts list, it might be easier for someone to have a photograph of the contact and that might jog their memory a little bit easier. So there's lots of things around that and that's actually one of the reasons that we've come up with some guidelines which allow people who are supporting someone with sight loss and Alzheimer's uh, to be able to do that in the most effective way possible. The sort of questions that they might have, like what technology is available, how can I use it, what can it be used for, just to try and ease people through that initial process. So, okay, I've got a feeling that this device might help the person I'm supporting, but I'm not quite sure how to do it. Are smart devices more accessible now? Is it easier if you're completely blind or perhaps about a severe visual impairment? I think it is. It's certainly easier than, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years ago when you'd have been looking at you know, a laptop or a desktop PC and, you know, the overhead with that is, well, now I need to learn how to use a screen reader and that's just not something that a lot of people want to do, even if they're able to. The fact that, you know, that accessibility options are there built in, they're easy to use um, and they're designed to work with the device, you know, they're built in, they're baked into the operating system, so it makes everything so much easier. And, and learning to use them as well, because people think smart technology, ICT, it's, well, I've never used a smart device before. How easy is it to learn? It's all very intuitive. I mean, it's designed to be as easy to learn as possible. It's designed to be intuitive. You know, if you're, for example, reading a book on a on an iPad or on an Android tablet, the, the action of turning the page is physically very similar to what you would do with a physical book, and it's been designed in that way to make it feel as natural as possible. When it comes to learning it, you know, you're saying it is easy to do that. Is there support from RNIB? There actually is. We're in the middle of a project called Online Today, which is a UK project which endeavours to take people who've never been online, never used a smart device before, 
train them on how to use that, get them to be confident at surfing online, going on websites, sending emails, that sort of thing. And we can do that in a group setting, we can do it on a one-to-one setting in someone's home. They don't need to have any equipment, we will bring devices along with us. And it just gives people a taste for what's available and, and how easy it is for them to, to get involved. You can get more details about online today from the RNIB helpline, which is 0303123999, or from rnib.org.uk. And June, if anyone would like to learn more about the collaboration with RNIB Scotland and Alzheimer's Scotland, how can they do that? Probably the easiest point of reference is to go on to the RNIB website. Um, under the Sight Loss and Dementia section on the web, you'll find loads of resources, including a couple of joint resources that we've done in collaboration with Alzheimer's Scotland, such as the Falls Practice Note and the Sight Loss and Dementia Leaflet. And if anyone... Uh, need some specific information around training, they can contact myself at my office, which is 0141-772-5588. We do wish you all the very best with the collaboration. For the moment, to June, Sandra and Ronnie, thanks for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. Thank you. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.